Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, September 6th. U.S. stocks ended the day lower in a volatile trading session after returning to action following the long Labor Day holiday weekend. The S&P 500 is coming off a three-week losing streak that was capped off by Friday's reaction to a mixed August non-farm payroll report. The markets are anticipating commentary from Fed Chairman Powell and the Central Bank's Beige Book report that will be released later this week, which will give some insight as to how aggressive the Fed will remain to curb inflation. In economic news, the ISM Services Index unexpectedly accelerated, while the final read on August's S&P Global U.S. Services PMI showed growth fell more than forecasted. Treasury yields moved higher, and the U.S. dollar resumed a rally back near multi-decade highs. Crude oil prices rose slightly, while gold was lower. In M&A news, CVS Health agreed to acquire Signify Health in a total transaction valued at about $8 billion. In other equity news, shares of ADT rose after the company announced that State Farm will make a $1.2 billion equity investment. Asia and Europe both finished mixed. Inflation and subsequent monetary policy tightening continued to put a strain on the global markets as Australia hiked rates in line with expectations. International markets also grappled with a festering energy crisis in Europe and the announcement of a new prime minister in the UK. The Dow Jones Industrial Average declined 173 points, or 0.6%, to 31,145. The S&P 500 Index decreased 16 points, or 0.4%, to 3,908. And the Nasdaq Composite went down 86 points, or 0.7%, to 11,545. In moderate volume, 4.1 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.6 billion shares changed hands on the NASDAQ. WTI crude oil nudged a penny higher to $86.88 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price decreased $11.10 to $1,711.50 per ounce, and the dollar index rose 0.7% to 110.25. In equity news on Tuesday, in M&A news, CVS Health Corporation, ticker symbol CVS, announced an agreement to acquire Signify Health, ticker symbol SGFY, for $30.50 per share in cash, representing a total transaction value of about $8 billion. Signify Health is a health risk assessment and value-based care provider. Shares of CVS Health were lower, while Signify Health traded higher. Shares of ADT, ticker symbol ADT, rose noticeably after the home security company announced that State Farm will make a $1.2 billion equity investment at $9 per share, which will result in State Farm owning around 15% of ADT. ADT plans to partner with the insurance company to expand on security measures that will protect against home ownership risks. ADT also announced that State Farm will commit up to $300 million to fund product and technology innovation and marketing efforts to improve customer growth. 
The S&P 500 has fallen for a third straight week, pulling back from the rally off the June 16 lows, driven by the market's anticipation of continued aggressive monetary policy tightening, as we discuss in the Schwab Center for Financial Research's article titled, Fed Policy Talk Rattles Market. Stocks have dropped after Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell vowed to bring inflation down despite potential pain to households and businesses. You can read all of our commentary on our insights and education page, and you can follow us on Twitter at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, Treasury yields rose with the yield on the two-year note gaining 11 basis points to 3.50%, the yield on the 10-year note increasing 14 basis points to 3.34%, and the 30-year bond rate advancing 15 basis points to 3.49%. The markets continue to digest last Friday's non-farm payroll report that showed job growth was roughly in line with expectations and the unemployment rate moved higher, while the labor force participation rate increased and wage gains moderated. The data seemed to initially cool worries of how aggressive the Fed will need to be to fight inflation pressures, but last month's comments from Fed Chairman Jerome Powell in Jackson Hole, Wyoming, capped unusually high interest rate hikes on the table. The U.S. dollar has also rallied back to a multi-decade high. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses in our Schwab Market Perspective titled Mixed Signals, how the Fed has embarked on one of the most rapid tightening cycles in over 40 years, and with inflation continuing to outpace wage growth, more rate hikes are likely on the horizon. Kathy also offers analysis of the greenback in her commentary titled, The Strong Dollar, Can It Continue? You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones, And be sure to check out our Financial Decoder podcast titled, When Interest Rates Rise, What Should You Do With Bonds?, which features Kathy. The final read on the S&P Global U.S. Services PMI Index for August showed growth for the key U.S. sector fell more than expected to 43.7 versus expectations of a decline to 44.3 from July's 47.3 figure. As shown by the data, the services PMI remains in contraction territory, with 50 being the demarcation point between the two zones. The Institute for Supply Management, or ISM, services index for August showed an unexpected growth in the key services sector. The index rose to 56.9, slightly higher than the 56.7 reading in July, and versus the Bloomberg consensus estimate of a decrease to 55.1. The index remained in expansion territory as shown by a reading above 50. Economic activity in the services sector has grown for the 27-month in a row. The acceleration came as business activity grew along with new orders and employment month over month. Meanwhile, new export orders rose while inventories increased but remained contractionary and prices paid decreased from the prior month but remained severely elevated. The ISM said, quote, based on comments from Business Survey Committee respondents, there are some supply chain logistics and cost improvements. However, material shortages remain a challenge. Employment improved slightly despite a restricted labor market, end quote. 
On tomorrow's economic calendar, we will get reads on the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended September 9th and the trade balance for July, which is expected to show a $70.3 billion deficit. Later in the afternoon, the Fed's Beige Book will be released. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe ended the day mixed following yesterday's decline. The markets have been choppy as they continue to grapple with the economic ramifications of aggressively restrictive monetary policies on both sides of the pond, along with the festering energy crisis in the region that has ensued amid the ongoing war in Ukraine. The energy crisis was exacerbated as Russia said it will shut off energy supplies to Europe through the Nord Stream 1 pipeline indefinitely, while OPEC Plus over the weekend announced small production cuts. Meanwhile, the markets digested the appointment of Liz Truss as the new UK Prime Minister while awaiting this week's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank, which is expected to raise rates by 75 basis points. Inflation pressures have forced the Fed, Bank of England, and European Central Bank to tighten monetary policies. However, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled, Shortages Have Led to Gluts, how inventory gluts have been bad news for the stocks of companies experiencing them, but could also be indicating an inflation peak, which tends to be an ingredient for market bottoms. Also, Jeff discusses in his article titled The End of Rate Hikes, how the signals from central banks that rate hikes, which began last year, may be coming to an end, could be welcome news for investors looking ahead to the next 12 months. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. In economic news, Germany's factory orders fell more than expected in July. The data follows yesterday's August services sector PMIs out of the Eurozone and the UK, with the former falling into contraction territory and the latter slowing solidly but remaining in expansion territory. The euro declined versus the US dollar, while the British pound ticked higher. Bond yields in the Eurozone traded mixed and rates in the UK continued to climb. The UK FTSE 100 index and France's CAC 40 index were up 0.2%. Germany's DAX index rose 0.9% and Switzerland's Swiss market index traded 0.1% higher. While Spain's IBEX 35 index was down 0.3% and Italy's FTSE MIB index was unchanged. Stocks in Asia finished mixed as the U.S. markets are set to return to action following yesterday's holiday break. Markets have been volatile amid increased expectations of continued aggressive monetary policies from most major central banks, with Australia announcing a 50 basis point rate hike today. However, China has diverged and actually loosened its policy and overnight announced cuts to foreign exchange reserve requirements that financial institutions need to keep aimed at trying to improve liquidity. The moves come as China has continued to deploy COVID-related restrictions in parts of the country, which has negatively impacted economic growth. China, the world's second-largest economy, has also been hampered by real estate struggles, regulatory crackdowns, and geopolitical tensions with the U.S. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his latest article titled China Q&A Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more.
Japan's Nikkei 225 index finished little changed, with the yen extending recent weakness versus the U.S. dollar. The yen has hit multi-decade lows versus the greenback, following a sharp drop that began in March, as the Bank of Japan also lags other key global central banks in monetary policy. China's Shanghai Composite Index rose 1.4%, and the Hong Kong Hang Seng Index dipped 0.1%. Australia's S&P ASX 200 Index declined 0.4%, and South Korea's KOSPI Index increased 0.3%, while India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 Index nudged 0.1% to the downside. On tomorrow's international economic calendar, we will get the leading index for Japan, housing prices out of the UK, Germany's industrial production, and Italy's retail sales. Additionally, the Eurozone will release data on its second quarter GDP and employment figures.